All right, guys, we start a new series on Stranger Things, kind of looking at some clips, especially from season three. So uh, check out what we talked about. All right, guys, so if you want to see the clip that we watched, just uh, get on YouTube and put in Stranger Things Season 3, Mike and Will Fight, um, and you'll see what's going on. Uh, but to lay it out for you, if you don't watch it, uh, they uh, are playing a game of D&D, as they do, and uh, Mike and Lucas, these, these two guys, are really not into the game at all and will is super into the game still he's like all dressed up and he's like the dungeon master and he's telling everybody what to do and he's super excited and the other boys just can't wait to hear get a phone call from their girlfriends or these girls that they want to be their girlfriends uh and uh will gets really mad um because they kind of the other boys make fun of him for just caring about playing games and then he gets in a big fight with this guy who's been his best friend and uh the f other friends like when are you going to grow up didn't you think we're gonna did you think we we're gonna play games the rest of our lives and one of the kids will says yeah I, I did actually that would be okay um and it watching that scene just made me think about how hard it is when we grow up right like that what does that mean to grow up what does it mean to be mature does it mean that you don't play games anymore does it mean that you stop playing with certain toys does it mean you stop watching certain tv shows i don't know I contend not. I still watch some cartoons. I'm not going to lie. They're good things. <laughs> but uh, how do we navigate uh, growing up? And what does that look like? And what does that mean for us as Christians? So and I've had something like this happen in my life. My next door neighbor and I were absolutely best friends growing up. We would hang out all the time because we were neighbors. We'd play games, go outside. We would read comic books. We would watch like X-Men together. Like it was awesome. We would like trade baseball cards, all the stuff. And then when he started getting into high school, I was a dweeb and he was not. So he, uh, I remember we were playing basketball one day and I got by him and went for a layup and he pushed me to the ground. And it was like the saddest day ever because I realized he didn't like me anymore because I would hurt his social status because I wasn't like cool enough. I wasn't grown up enough or whatever we were. And it was a really cruddy, cruddy day. Right. No, I mean, I didn't respond with, like, anger or, like, try and beat him up afterwards. Like, that that wasn't the point. It was, like, it was sad. Like, this guy didn't want to be my friend anymore. I mean, hurting him wouldn't have changed that, right? Like, it was, like, he was saying, like, you're not mature enough and I don't want to be around you anymore. And it was it was hard. He was, like, a year older than me. And I, I remember that, right? But so think of a time. Has that happened to you? Have you had friends who have put you down because, like, you do stuff that's too baby or or whatever? Here's the Bible verse we read, 1 Corinthians 13, verses 11 through 13. It's like this, when I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child does. But when I became a man, my thoughts grew far beyond those of my childhood. And now I have put away the childish things. In the same way, we can see and understand only a little about God now, as if we are peering at his reflection in a poor mirror. But someday we are going to see him in his completeness, face to face. Now all that I know is hazy and blurred, but then I will see everything clearly, just as clearly as God sees into my heart right now. There are three things that remain, faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. 
All right. So we looked at this verse and we talked about how it is weird when you grow up. There are times where you're kind of like sitting there and you're like, man, I don't really want to play with this toy anymore. But like you're it's kind of sad still like you, you want to put it up, but part of you doesn't. Right. It's really, really sad. Um, I remember crying when I was a little kid one time because like I had to use an, I had to get a new baseball glove. And I was like, oh, no, I can still fit. I, I can still use this old baseball glove. And like my hand was bigger than the glove. Like it had grown that much in a year. And I was like, ah, but like it made me really sad. They had to get rid of it. Um, sometimes it's really sad to put um, things away and realize that we're, we're growing. Right. Um, but that doesn't mean that we have to act like the things that we cared about and liked when we were young are terrible, bad things. Right. Um, if they were good, innocent, pure things, like you can still kind of enjoy them. It's okay. Right. Uh, you don't have to stop coloring and coloring books. Like if you like that, that's a thing, right? Adults totally do that now still. It's good. But, uh, what this is saying is like when we become mature, when we grow, uh, there are things that we understand take more importance, right? We get more uh, responsibilities when we grow. Um, we see things from a different perspective. Um, and we know that we have some things that we have to value above just like playing and having fun. Uh, right. And So we looked at another Bible verse, Luke chapter 18, verses 16 through 17. It says, Then Jesus called the children over to him, and he said to the disciples, Let the little children come to me. Never send them away, for the kingdom of God belongs to men who have hearts as trusting as these little children's. And anyone who doesn't have their kind of faith will never get within the kingdom's gates. Right? A lot of times we read this scripture and people are like, Oh, we just have to have simple faith, little tiny faith like a child. And man, it's good. There's some good stuff about childlike faith, right? Like, what does that mean? Like, children are really believing. They trust. They're really trusting, right? There, there's something beautiful and good about that, right? There's something incredibly innocent. So, yeah, we should be really believing and really trusting in God. But that's not the whole point Jesus is saying, right? He's talking to an audience, right? Not only is he talking to his disciples who are trying to shoo these children away because Jesus has more important things to do, but also uh, the religious leaders are watching him and they're very like way too mature, right? And grown up and everything's way too serious and everything's way too harsh. Um, and Jesus is like, yeah, it's, it's not about that, guys. Like you can have joy and fun in, in the midst of, of this loving relationship with God. And yes, you need to be trusting and innocent, Um and I mean, I don't know if you remember as a child, like if you had like an adult in your life that you just like enjoyed being around, like if it was like your uncle or, or, or one of your parents or something like somebody who you're just like, oh, my gosh, I get to hang out with them today. That's super awesome. Right. Like you couldn't wait to be in their presence and just hang out with them. It didn't matter what they were doing. They could be doing the most boring thing in the, in the world. Uh, but you just loved hanging out with them. Like Jesus is like, yeah, that's the way you should be with God. Like you should just love and enjoy that. Like he's calling us to, to that kind of faith. Um, so kind of against the like super rigid structured uh, thing that the Pharisees and Sadducees were trying to get people to follow and do. And he was saying, no, just be trusting and love being in God's presence. Um, that's the kind of faith that we're looking for here. Right. It's pretty amazing stuff. 
So I mean, ask, your, ask yourself some questions like, what are some hard things about growing up? What are some uh, things that you are kind of scared about? What are some things that it takes to be mature? And then what does it take to be a mature Christian, right? How do we do those things, right? We talked about before, you, you have new responsibilities. You learn and understand more things that you didn't before, right? So a lot of times I think we focus too much on learning, right? Like we just need to get a bunch of knowledge and we'll know a bunch of stuff about God and we'll understand, we'll know things about the Bible more and that's all we need to do. But we need to put stuff into practice, right? Like if you just read a book about being a good soccer player, but you never went outside and ran and you were really out of shape and you've never actually kicked a soccer ball, you're not going to be a good soccer player. Like you could understand what's going on on the field, but everyone's going to be running around you and your passes and kicks are going to be absolutely worthless, right? Like you have to put in work, like actually building the muscles and practicing and repeating and keep going until you're actually good at it. It's the same being a Christian, right? We can talk about reading the Bible, but you actually have to read it. We can talk about praying, but you actually have to pray, right? And not just pray for two seconds or two minutes, but like just talk to God and let everything out and then shut up and listen to him. Like give him time to listen and sit there in silence and say, God, what do you have to say to me? That's really hard for us. But if we don't do it, we're never going to be good at it. And also we talked about how maybe it's not just that, but maybe it is coming and hanging out and uh, doing stuff at church, coming to service, coming to Sunday school, coming to snapshot, coming to one of the Bible studies we have in the middle of the week. But even more than that, it's putting it into practice. How are we talking to people about God in the other areas of our lives, right? How are we living it out with our families? Um, how are we serving other people so that way they know who Jesus is and they know the love that God has for them? Like all these things we have to do. Um, it's not just us learning more. It's us practicing doing and becoming a Christian. So as we seek to grow in Christianity, um, we read a verse... Uh, and, and I sent it out this morning, uh, and it was telling us that, is it 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 20, and Paul's talking about giving, uh, what do you do with spiritual gifts, right? Like the Holy Spirit gives you this gift of doing, you know, speaking in tongues or doing whatever. And he um, exhorts people and he tells them, um, as far as sinning goes, we should be innocent as children but we should be mature in things like these, talking about the spiritual gifts, right? Um, yeah, so when we grow as Christians and we grow, yeah, we don't have to be mature like the world tells us to be mature, like knowing all the stuff about all the bad things, all the dirty things, all the terrible things. We can be innocent as children in those. God's okay with that, but he wants us to be mature in our faith and understanding the truth of the world that he created and the reason and purpose he created us. Um, so a little exercise for you as we as we end our time. Um, get a note card out or a little piece of paper or whatever, and write down a name that people names that people have called you. Right? Like we talked about how sometimes people made fun of you maybe for not being whatever enough, mature enough, right? Um, those things can really hurt. And if we don't watch out, we start to believe those things and we say that those things are our identity. We, we think that's who we actually are. And that's not true. So I want you to write down those things right now that people have called you, that 
you maybe even kind of believe about yourself. I hope you don't, but you might, right? And I want you to write them down. Um, we, on Sunday night, took them, and before we took communion, we went and we placed them at the foot of the cross. So you can keep that, and you can come, and you can do that next time you come to church, or um, you can kind of uh, do that um, at your house somehow. If you have like a little uh, cross necklace or or, uh, or something that you got from confirmation or something, like go ahead and put that down there. Um, or you can just literally throw it in the trash and say, this thing is buried and dead and gone, right? Um, those words don't define you. Those things that people have called you are not who you are and they're not how God sees you. You don't need to carry them with you. We ended with uh, this Bible verse, Ephesians chapter 3, verses 17 through 19. It says, And I pray that Christ will be more and more at home in your hearts, living with you as you trust in him. May your roots grow down deep into the soil of God's marvelous love. And may you be able to feel and understand, as all God's children should, how long, how wide, how deep, and how high his love really is, and experience this love for yourselves though it is too great that you will never see the end of it or fully know or understand it. So at last, you will be filled up with God himself. Remember, God absolutely loves you and knows who you are. Those things are not who you are. Um, so as you strive to become mature um, in faith and understanding him, that's the first key is understanding how truly God loves you and that foundation um, you can build on and grow on. Go out there, strengthen your faith, serve other people, teach people, read stuff, pray hard. It'll be awesome. Love you guys. Take care.